Too Good as a Podcast. This is the show where we review, rank, and dig into the history behind every song on the Hamilton soundtrack. My name is Kyle, and I'm here with... Joe! Sir, I don't know what you heard, but whatever it is, Jefferson started it. Thomas Jefferson resigned this morning. You're kidding. I need a This favor. episode, we are covering one last time the 32nd song in the musical. Big 32. Big 32. But we also have another big announcement, which is Big Smo, a.k.a. Big Smeezy, a.k.a. Beth is joining us for the, boop, 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 boop. the second time. Woo-hoo. Back in the Hello, building. Hello, everybody. Nice to be back. What is up? Great to have you back. My Thank you very friends. much. Indeed. Yep. Christopher yes. Jackson is featured tonight, so she's like, let me get on that episode. Mm-hmm. I can't miss this one. You know it. <laughs> All right, Joe, I'm going to give you the floor first for a song recap, and then we'll go to Beth for her general thoughts. All right. So, song recap. Jefferson has just signed, put it in his letter of resignation. I don't know if you guys realize this, but this is one of those things that I missed, like in the first two watches. Uh, when Jefferson and them walk off on Washington on your side, he actually hands him the letter. I never realized that initially. Oh, no. Um, no that's no. how Washington gets the letter in his hand. Um, so, yeah, Jefferson's putting his resignation letter. Washington is, uh, I think, like, what, seven years into his first president, his presidency. And um, he calls Hamilton in to tell him that Jefferson's residing and his intentions of running for office himself. And Hamilton is perplexed and laughs and is like, this guy is insane. Da, 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 da. And Washington's <laughs> like, well, it don't matter because I'm out of here anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. This is Washington's send-off, his resignation. Well, not resignation, but his decision to not run again, basically. So, Beth, when we asked you if there was another song you wanted to do, you came right back with this one. So, what are your thoughts on this song? Well, generally, I, I just love the sound of Chris Jackson's voice. And mm-hmm. he has a very beautiful, beautiful melodic tone and lovely part to this song. So I like it for the sound. Um, but I also like it for, um, the fact that it shows Washington's character as a person and that he's willing to what he wants to the country to be. Um, and that means he needs to resign to make the country what it needs to be. Right. Which is cool. Yeah. Lowering his ego. Realizing it's not about me. It's about it's about the country. Yeah, that's a lot of what this is about is like this is what I see for the future. Like you said, this is what I want the country to be. And me stepping down is part yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, Kyle, what are your thoughts on the song? Musically and otherwise. Uh, basically the same. It's a uh, kind of a duet between Hamilton and Washington, but Washington takes center stage by the end of it. He's he's going <laughs> off. It's great. Um, huge showcase for Christopher Jackson, of course. Um, yeah, beautiful song, great singing. This was actually kind of hard to pick a line from because a lot of it is, I don't know how to say it, but like, it's, it's more of just like a sound song than it is like a crazy lyric song, you know? Yeah. It's just like, it's a feeling, it's an emotional song. Um, because you get that feeling of, it's called one last time. He's like, I'm going to talk to you one last time. I'm going to address the nation one last time on my way out yeah. the door. And it's Hamilton kind of helping him write it. 
and kind of it's Hamilton like <laughs> flabbergasted at first really reconciling himself with the fact that this is happening he's like I, he just cannot believe it for most of the song until yeah. by the end he's like all right if I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it right and we get a lot of that final address well not a lot of it but the middle yeah. of the song is basic is snippets from that final address uh that Hamilton helped him write so yeah it's cool um uh, I remember one of those 10,000 interviews I've heard with Lynn at this point. Um, <laughs> he said that um, when Washington rapped, it was when he was frustrated. And when he sings is when he's kind of clear of mind. And that's why in this whole song, mm. he's singing the entire time. And then at the end, he literally takes yeah. us to church. Um that's how Lynn put it. He's like, <laughs> at the end, it was like a literal let's take them to church moment. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, the the company gets very gospel like at the end there. Yeah, it, it becomes a swelling masterpiece, and like you both have said, uh, Chris Jackson just puts on a hell of a performance, uh, holding that last note, tearing up. He does that weird arm thing. Um, it gets yeah. emotional <laughs> every like time you see it. I don't know what to call yeah, it. I don't know yeah. what to call it. It's very odd. It's a weird pose. <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> no, the song is he's feeling really, it really good. Yeah. And I like the little reprise of the what did I miss uh, George Washington's going home right at the end there. That's the best. Yeah. Like Thomas Jefferson's coming home is what they said and what oh, I miss. Yeah. So now I was it's like, George Washington's going home. Yeah. So I like that. I like that reprise. Oh, yeah, they were. Me too. I also like the um, callback to Aaron Burser. Talk less. less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. He's like, shut up and listen to what I'm saying. He's like, let me I got a lot to say. explain to you. Like, put I your have nonsense to tell aside. You. All right, I exactly. have matters to discuss. <laughs> something important to say. Okay. All right. All right. We have talked a lot and danced around. Oh, but there's also <laughs> another thing we need to get to, which is the rap. rap rapping was better. Rap. References for the adult audiences. Who influenced you, bro? Rap references, folks. So, when looking up everything about the song, uh, one song kept coming up as Lynn's inspiration, and you will hear it here. It's from 2008, if you guys remember. In the midst of my fellow citizens, the benign influence of the good laws of the free government, you will remember that there's something happening in America that we are not as divided as our politics suggest. We are one people. We are one nation. I'm gonna have to boost the audio on that. But that was "Yes We Can" <laughs> by uh, Will I Am, where he employed a bunch of different artists and um, actors to essentially create a song to the words of Barack Obama um, and Lynn. That portion of when they're doing the farewell address was kind of the motive for singing through talking that portion of the music. Hmm. So an inspirational, not awesome. really a rap reference direct. So Yeah, I love the the cadence of that um farewell address part. It's just it flows so yeah. so well and poetically <laughs> almost, as we might hear later. All right. So now we have danced around, we have discussed, and it's time for a number. How do we measure? <laughs> Where do we stand? At number one, two, three, four, five, six. Number seven, does this bother you? Does this bother so you? in 30th place. So what do you want to see the most? 
<laughs> Sorry. Uh, we might have technical difficulties. Hold on. Are you okay? <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, you're, fr- you're frozen. <laughs> sorry, okay, my, my laptop fell. See if I got that. Sorry, it literally just, just like <laughs> fell. Sorry. Yeah, keep it all. We saw it go. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Right. Probably fell because you knew what the rankings were before I was about to all say right. it. Go for it. We have a twenty-two. A seven and a four. <laughs> Interesting. She might be dropping a laptop again. After those so there, there was a few weeks ago. This Joe, is not. This is still not. What this I'm isn't the one. This, this still is isn't the one. All right. I realized okay. this was going to happen, but this is not the yeah. one I'm referring to. Again, remember. Interesting. Uh, I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but the one that I think is going to cause an uproar. If I have something raked too high. Oh, I think people are going right. to be like, what? I forgot about that. I um, forgot about that. But yes, I have this ranked 22nd. <laughs> yes. Um, we are talking to Joe because it's 22. <laughs> I have this ranked 22nd again. I had this ranked back in July. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, since I've seen the show uh, far more times and I've listened to the soundtrack far more times, um, this song is definitely going to go up. Um but back then when listening to it, I would listen I would never skip the song. But once right. it got to the address, I was like, all right, I'm not sticking around for a talk point while I'm driving. I was like, it's not what I want to hear. So I would skip past it. But I was like, right. this song is good, but I guess But that means you'd skip part. the exactly. end. I'd which skip is the just middle, so, I would skip the yeah. end, but I'd get the that, first exactly. part. But I was like, I know the back end of it is great, but that talking portion in the middle, I didn't appreciate it as much then because I'd be listening on drives. So I would just skip that and just get to the next punchy upbeat song. Um so it's definitely gonna make up. But yeah, no, I I am I still stand firm in where I had it originally. This is the third time it's gonna be there. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're good okay so I might go up for Joe so mine was seven um so this solidifies nice. my top ten is the last ten song in my top ten now guy. it is nice filled. so the rest of the show is not top ten for me <laughs> but anyway uh yeah this is one that definitely grew on me especially the address part the talking part um it grew on me the more I heard it because of that flow that cadence um it all just it just sounds so great, um, but yeah, that middle part is is kind of the what maybe keeps it from being amazing. I mean, I have a seven, so what am I, I don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah, it's just it's it's great. It's just a good song. Like I don't it know is. what else to say. It's it's very powerful, very emotional, and I usually don't go for the emotional songs, but this one just because I guess it's George Washington. Shocking. He's such Me a big Kyle figure in both the play one. and in our country, and. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's very true. Um, it's one of the few emotional songs I actually have up there. So, but uh, our special guests should be talking the most now. So number four, I Beth, had it quite four. high, and you know I don't regret it. It's definitely up there. Um, I did a lot of research into the song, like because you know before I had just listened to it, <laughs> I didn't really know really what I was listening to for the most part until I read about it to see, you know, what the whole deal was. So just kind of learning about the song. Um, it was, it was cool. I have a good appreciation for it. Like the mm-hmm. whole Barack Obama tie into this song and the whole kind of modern, you know, 
tie-in that it had to this day. You catch that. There's a lot going on in this song, not to mention CJ. So I love it. <laughs> <laughs> CJ. Yeah, that was something Principal. I wanted to touch on. I asked everybody to um, listen to the 44 remix. Oh, crap. Oh, Kyle, you never got to I it. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> I listened to it. But, um, I listened to it today. I... But now oh, yeah. I know why it's called yeah, 44. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it no, was <laughs> um, hearing Barack say connection. the words. You'll get this after you listen to it, Kyle. But hearing Barack say the words, it's I like suck. just how it gave me more of an appreciation. I just listened to that today. It gave me more of an appreciation for the talking portion because hearing Barack say something that was written in 1797 and it still resonated with today when he said the same words. It was like, yeah, this is probably one of the best. And uh, I'm pretty sure you guys saw it in your readings as well that um, this became like a massive document as far as um, the popularity. And it, it was at one point it was like one of the most printed uh, American documents um, for a while, and mm. it was just like it, I'll talk about it more in my um, line. No, in my line, yeah. yeah, in my line. But um, there's just something oh, so like graceful and eloquent oh. about uh, the address itself. So, yeah. Well, it made me hearing like, oh, my battery's running low. Oh, sorry. Um, hearing, oh. Um, like you just said, hearing Barack Obama say the words that Washington said and reading what, what Washington said and why he said it. They're just good men. The two of them are they have good ideals and they want to they want they're not egotistical people. They want to. You know, they're for the good of the people, not for the good of themselves. Yeah. And that's and, what and I like about part, Obama. That's what's so good about him. He's such a good man, you know? And the part that like resonated was like um just hearing hearing Chris Jackson, because we didn't hear Washington say it, but then hearing Obama say, I may have committed many errors, but you know, the, the right. it's like my intentions were there. You understand my intention. It's like I tried yeah, my best is, and I'm sure I've really made mistakes. Good. And that's what like a leader should say. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. All right. Okay. Um speaking of things that leaders should and have said, we are taking a travel back through history. Knowing history. Because history also shows history. The nugget. They're on their way. Okay. I believe mine is up first. And I titled mine, I'm Stepping Down. So this is about Washington deciding not to run again and how that affected all future presidents. So, originally, Washington had planned to retire after his first term. While many Americans could not imagine anyone else taking his place, it took convincing from Madison, Jefferson, and Hamilton for him to run for a second term. Hamilton had said that Washington's absence would be deplored as the greatest evil to the country at the time. When the election of 1792 neared, Washington did not publicly announce his presidential candidacy, but silently consented to run to prevent a further political personal rift in his cabinet. So he's basically just sick of all the infighting. He didn't even want to run again. The Electoral College elected him president on February 13th, 1793, and John Adams as vice president by a vote of 77 to 50. So in January of 1795, Hamilton, who desired more income for his family, 
resigned from office and was replaced by Washington appointment Oliver Walcott Jr. Washington and Hamilton remained friends after that. And so it's interesting that in real life, Hamilton was not in Washington's cabinet at the time that he decided not to run for a third term. So a little bit of fudging history there in the song. In the final months of his presidency, Washington was assailed by his political foes and a partisan press who accused him of being ambitious and greedy while he argued that he had taken no salary during the war and had risked his life in battle. He regarded the press as a disuniting, diabolical force of falsehoods, sentiments that he expressed in his farewell address. At the end of his second term, Washington retired for personal and political reasons, dismayed with personal attacks, and to ensure that a truly contested political election could be held. He did not feel bound to a two-term limit, but his retirement set a significant precedent. Washington is often credited with setting the principle of a two-term presidency, but it was Thomas Jefferson who first refused to run for a third term on political grounds. So this trend lasted until President Franklin Roosevelt. After Roosevelt's death in his fourth term, Congress passed the 22nd Amendment, which put a limit on how many times a person could be elected to be president. A person is limited to be elected twice, or if they have already served more than two years as president, once. <laughs> or once, if they've already... Sorry, I got that backwards. Uh, Congress passed the amendment on March 21st, 1947, and it was ratified February 27th, 1951. So it did not officially become a limitation until that 22nd amendment. Wait, it, I'm so confused. You didn't clear it up well for me. <laughs> they, what did I say? <laughs> if they serve two terms, they can what? Okay. I'll read it again in the correct way. <laughs> they can only can run one more time. They can't run two times, basically. Uh, so like LBJ, say he... Yeah, okay. a person is limited to be elected twice or mm. once if they have already served more than two years. Okay, okay. So if they come so, in early example, in the if first Kamala term. Kamala yeah. Harris took over after two years right. and then got elected once, she can't run again. No, if she's served two years. So if, That's let's say saying, it goes three years and she took the last over. two years. Well, four or two years, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So she could not, she could only run one more time. Got it. Okay. All right. So that's the rule. <laughs> Thanks for laying right. on the rules. Beth, you are talking about post-retirement, I believe. As I was reading about this, like you were saying how Jefferson actually, so I I got the idea because they said, oh, I I wrote about this. I was going to retire four years ago or whatever, but I didn't. Um, And, you know, Madison wrote it up, but uh, I didn't retire because these guys were fighting and convinced me to stay. So be for the good of the country. So even Jefferson, who kind of was opposed to uh, Hamilton's federalist ways, decided to say, hey, for the good of the country, uh, I'm going to put a, put aside my views that are different and um, convince Washington that he needs to stay, even though he kind of disagreed with him. So that kind of, I was like, oh, okay. So um, what's Jefferson's deal? So I looked into that and <laughs> um, so, <laughs> we all wonder what I his deal is. 
you know, I just think of him as David. So I love him to death. So I have a hard time thinking of him <laughs> as the real person. But um, apparently, uh, after Washington retired, um, Jefferson wrote a letter to his neighbor, which became famous, and it got made public. And he basically like dissed the Federalist ways and made some references to people that were most likely Washington. Um, so I guess mm. back then they didn't really, you know, they tried to say, hey, everything is great. Let's be united. And they didn't really put that out in the open like how it is today. Like you don't really talk about that, I guess. Um, you didn't want to disparage Washington or the current president. So that came out and apparently it was it was a bad time. He Washington, I mean, Jefferson paid for that the whole rest of his life because of of that coming out. Just those mm. it was not that even bad. I read it. It wasn't even that bad. It was just kind of like my my opinion is different. Well, scandalous you know, for the 1790s, done. So it was so bad that <laughs> so Jefferson and Washington were kind of friends. You know, they were both from Virginia. They were both like plantation guys, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, and they were kind of like, you know, buddies in that mm -hmm. circle. Um, so they had the same ideals to some extent. But then after this came out, that was the last time they they talked. So when that letter came out, it was done. Um, Martha. Washington's wife was livid over Jefferson's disparaging <laughs> of this. She went so far as to say that Jefferson showing up at Washington's funeral was the second most worst day of her life. Wow. The first being the day her husband died. And she's had two husbands. So that's how died. much this woman wow. hated wow. Jefferson. She was like, I hate this man. This man... <laughs> Is she that would in her eyes that was very bad? So Oof. it was quite a thing. It was quite a big thing. So that I found dark. that very interesting. That whole thing of how it just ruined the whole relationship, and you know everything went to shit after he said those things to the neighbors, and it came out that he was like, "I'm kind of not for states' rights, and I don't want to, and I don't want to have an aristocracy." Like it wasn't bad ideas when I looked into it. It really kind of wasn't that bad ideas. I don't really know a whole lot about it, but it seemed kind of not bad. Like they're like, the aristocracy you know, part is not great. Even though we kind of have aristocracy. Yeah, like they didn't now, want the so. aristocracy and they didn't, um, I mean, I didn't read a lot about it, so there's probably very bad things too, but um, it seemed, you know, the ideas weren't that bad. But, um, yeah. yeah, so. Scandalous at the time. Martha Washington, not a fan. <laughs> and that's my nugget. Not a fan. And that's why Martha don't play that. Don't play that. <laughs> the title of her. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, the title. The title of <laughs> your nugget. Martha, Good don't job, play producer. <laughs> Love it. All righty, Joe. You've well, got a nugget. Speaking well. of plantation, uh, my historical nugget is called "Correcting an Error." Uh, this is going to deal with uh, how Washington dealt with his slaves. Um, 
So the first mm-hmm. clear indication that Washington was seriously intending to free his own slaves appeared in a letter written to his secretary, Tobias Lear. In 1794, Washington instructed Lear to find buyers for his land in Western Virginia, explaining in a private coda that he was doing so to liberate a certain species of property, which I possess very repugnantly to my own feeling. Sounds horrible. I know, <laughs> but he said yeah, very is... repugnantly to his own feelings. So he feels horrible about having these, Himself. this quote unquote property. Mm. Um, historian Joseph Elias writes that Washington did not favor the continuing, the continuation of legal slavery and adds, nor did he ever embrace the racial argument um, for black inferiority that Jefferson advanced. Uh, the plan, along with others Washington considered in 1795 and 1796, could not be realized because of his failure to find buyers for his land. His reluctance to break up slave families and the refusal of the Curtis heir, heirs, which was a family in which he procured most of his slaves from his from Martha's first husband, Washington wanted to prevent family separation by freeing their donor slaves at the same time. On July 9th, 1799, Washington finished making his last will. The longest provision concerned slavery. All his slaves were to be freed after the death of his wife. Washington said he did not. He did not free them immediately because his slaves intermarried with his wife's donor slaves. He forbade their sale or transportation out of Virginia. His will provided that old and young freed people be taken care of indefinitely. Younger ones were to be taught to read and write and placed in suitable occupations. Washington freed more than 160 slaves. He was among the few large slaveholding Virginians during the Revolutionary Era who emancipated their slaves. On January 1st, 1801, one year after his death, Marcia signed an order freeing his slaves. Many of them never strayed too far from Mount Vernon, though, reluctant to to try their luck elsewhere, while others refused to abandon spouses or children still held as donor slaves via the Curtis estate uh, and also stayed with or near Martha also to stay with or near Martha following Washington's instructions in his will funds were used to feed and clothe the young aged and sickly slaves and and freed slaves until the early 1830s. So 29 years after his death donor slave. So when Martha Martha was married to someone before Washington, um, Jack Curtis, I believe his name was, and he, his family owned slave. And then when he died, she basically, uh, like alimony, she inherited his slaves. That was my phone. We're all dropping everything today. (laughs) I'm not Um, dropping them all. she, She effectively, um, adopted some of his slaves. So, her she could not sell off her slaves because it was still technically owned by his greater family, the Curtis family. So hmm. that's why when Washington freed his slaves, some of the say he didn't want to do so. Be, he didn't want them to leave or like just send them away because they had already intermarried between the two and he wanted the families to stay intact. So yeah, correcting an error. Crazy. I guess he did 
his best at yeah. the time. He he did I he mean, tried as yeah. well as he could. Uh tried as well as he could. Everybody's not perfect. Go. Well, that's good. <laughs> no. Especially especially back then. But you know what is perfect? A lot of this writing. Uh, your favorite line. My favorite line. How do you pick one, right? And I think one of the sort of lines that resonates most with me is So the first one we're gonna hear is Beth's. Oh. Why do you have to say goodbye? If I say goodbye, the nation learns to move on. It outlives me when I'm gone. <sighs> I love it so much. <laughs> every time. Every time. I mean, what better reaction so, do you want there? That's the best line because that's the whole meat of it. That's the meat and potatoes mm-hmm. right there. He's like, mm-hmm. look, this is my decision. This is what we're doing. Not only because I want to go chill on my plantation, <laughs> but because this is what is the right thing to do. And I am a good person and I am a good leader. And this is what good leaders do. And Hamilton, get your pen. Let's do this. Let's let's do it. So he's preparing Hamilton. He's pre- <laughs> he's already prepared himself. He's preparing Hamilton, and Hamilton wrote this whole thing. Like he tell uh, Washington tells him basically what to say, but Hamilton writes the entire thing. Right. So he's like, "Let's piece. we're gonna get a drink. We're gonna sit down, and we're gonna sing a beautiful melody. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna sing my farewell address." So this was actually my oh. line as well. We both set these yeah. separately to nice. Joe. He let me know today that we picked oh. the same one. He's like, do you want to pick another one? I'm like, no, it's my favorite. That's exactly. it. If it happens, it exactly. happens. So yeah, for the same reasons, it, it sums up, it sums up that whole first part of like him trying to tell Hamilton, like why he's doing this, what yeah. it's for, what the address should be about. It's yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's it. It's it. <laughs> the nation learns to move on and outlives me when I'm gone. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Everything is, I am not yeah. everything. There are bigger things. Exactly. It's not, it's about, not about me. And the play version exactly. of it is even 10 times better because he puts that emphasis mm-hmm. uh, on what line is it? The nation learns to move on. He gets so angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does go. Yeah. Move on. I'm, just, I'm tired of this. <laughs> I need my fig tree. All right, Joe, what do you my got? My line is one last time. Oh man, uh, I didn't. I, so good. I, I don't know how I didn't catch the "what I miss" <laughs> refrain effectively. I, I never really? picked up on it. Um, yeah, I guess it ruminated in my head, but because you hate <laughs> that song, but I never correlated the two. Um, I picked that line because, uh, like when Kyle Kyle, um, based on Kyle's uh, historical nugget, um, I think it is probably the thing that separates us. To, separated us for a long stretch of time. Um, and it's probably the most noble thing he could have done in his time period was to step away gracefully, have a peaceful transfer of power. And we learn how important that is this year. Um, so I think that line really <sighs> stuck 
with me, um, teaching them how to say goodbye, being uh, presidential um, mm. in stepping away. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, passing the baton to the next person. Um, and we're better because of it. And we'll continue right. to be, we'll continue to evolve because of it. Because all it does is allow for new ideas, new ideals, and yes. bring different c- people to the seat of the table and have a crack at it. And hopefully, hopefully they make it better than when they left it. And like he said, they will think you're weak. And he said, no, they'll think we're strong. Yeah. And that's the, that's the difference right there between the way of thinking. Yeah. He had the counter to all of Hamilton's Mm -hmm. worries. Yeah. He's like, no, I, this is, I'm doing this for a reason. All right. Uh, favorite verse. We'll go to Beth first again. Uh, I think my favorite verse was the same that Joe just said. (laughs) (laughs) That whole ending? Well, it starts when they say, when it says George Washington's Mm -hmm. going home. So that's where it, like, you get the, you get the, the piece of the before Mm -hmm. song, you get that little nugget in there of the other song, but it's changed from Jefferson to Washington. And it's like, Oh my God, Washington's going home. Like this is, this is what's happening. (laughs) This is like, here we go. He's going home and we're happening. We're making it work. We're going to, we're going to help the people deal with it. Nice. So that's the best verse because that's when it, everything kicks in too. And it's awesome melodies. And everybody's like watching that whole crescendo. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, like he's got the stairs. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. they bring the stairs back. <laughs> All right, Joe. What about you? My favorite verse is the first verse. Hamilton uh, mm. being conniving. I'll write under a pseudonym. You see what I can do to him. Um, oh, like where yeah, he yeah, first yeah, learns that Jefferson's and he's yeah, just like that Jefferson's and resigning. Then it ends yeah. with probably one of the best moments uh, where he's like, "I'm stepping." Up. What, what's what did he say again? Um, I'm stepping down. I'm not yeah, running for president. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is great. I'm sorry, yeah, what? we didn't. We didn't really talk about that part. <laughs> yeah, the whole part where Hamilton's yeah, so, so happy in the like, beginning because oh, Jefferson's is resigning, <laughs> and it goes back to like kind of Beth's nugget where he's like, "Oh, he's resigning. Now we can finally yeah. say how we really feel <laughs> about this jackass." But he's like, "Nope, nope, sorry, because I'm not running again." <laughs> so yeah. All yours. right. Since you guys basically picked the bookends, I'll go with the farewell address because like I said, it it has grown on me. It has I've grown to appreciate it more. Cause like you watch it the first couple times, like as a weird talky part. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> but we brought this up actually in the last watch through where it starts with Hamilton writing it mm-hmm. and he's basically narrating it, but then slowly Christopher Jackson as Washington comes in talking at the same time where it's like him actually giving the address that Hamilton wrote for him. And that's such a great Mm -hmm. moment of where they both come through and basically Washington takes over Mm -hmm. by the end. So that whole thing is amazing. Just the cadence, the poetry of it is, is awesome. Shout out to Amanda. So I need to listen to that. remix. uh, Yes, absolutely. We called that out a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago. All right. Favorite character. <laughs> um, hoping this yeah, is a this clean, is a clean sweep. sweep. I think. <laughs> right. Uh, so, well, yes, Washington. Hamilton. Without a doubt. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? But yes. he's George, George he's Washington. so smart. Christopher Jackson. Yeah. 
crushes it. Absolutely. A tear falls in my eye. It's his farewell song. He kills yeah, it. This is the last it's time great. we see him until the end of the show, basically. He's the best character. Yeah, the last mm-hmm. that last song there. Okay. We see him What's second it? to last song. Right? The last song? He's dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 All right. It's a tricky one. Would this work outside the play? Let's go to Joe first this time. Uh, you know what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm going with a hard nay. A hard nay. The farewell address a hard to an yeah. untrained ear like I was early on. I mean, mm. back where I was in July, it is a good song, but that part just really got me to, all right, next. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, for yeah, you, yeah, that makes sense. Because that's, that's what you so, said. Um, that backs up. That's back up what you I said. I think if you were to give this somebody unbeknownst <laughs> to the entirety of the play, they're like, they're kind of, you know, I think they'll be intrigued by the beginning half of it. But then once it comes to that point, it's like, so now we're just reading old words. In a, what, yeah, where is this happening? going? What's yeah. happening here? <laughs> what is this like, speech? no, you got to stick around to the end. It gets really good at the end. It's like, no, I don't want to stick around to the end. <laughs> no, please, please stick yeah. around. <laughs> Beth, you're nodding. I kind of agree feel? with that, but I'm going to go with a soft nay instead of a hard nay. Uh, just for for the same reasons, just hot. like it, he kills it. His voice is wonderful. <laughs> and if you listen to it, it's <laughs> amazing and awesome. But um, you got to slog through the, the the stuff in the middle. So I don't know if everybody would yeah. appreciate the beautiful, the beautiful but not everybody <laughs> would get that it's Wonderfully beautiful, performed. nor has... <laughs> It did take us like 20 times to listening through yeah, to appreciate exactly. it. So. Yeah. So, but it's fantastic. I, I no longer yeah, skip go, it now. So no, no, no. Yeah. I'd go soft nay as well be, for basically all those reasons. Um, because we've kind of gotten away from this criteria, but we kind of combine. Does it work for someone who's never heard the play before? And how does it work for someone who's heard the soundtrack a billion times like us? So because I never skip it, it does bump it up to a soft nay. But yeah, anyone who has, has no familiarity with the play, it would be very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and weird. <laughs> I don't uh, draw out the criteria, but I still work off of that criteria, by the way. I just want the folks. To yeah, know. it's not, it's not set in stone. We've, we've had 20 different criteria. For that <laughs> question. I'm still using the so. same criteria. <laughs> yeah, it's still the same. All right. Yumio as a producer, let's hear that recap. Oh, time for the recap. This week, we are joined by our favorite company member and mine, Little Sneezy's Mama. (laughs) Or not. We got a recap of Jefferson quitting, um, crying like a baby as he handed Joe Washington his I'm out letter. Sneezy fell in love with this song because of Chris Jackson and then Washington softening his ego for most of the country's residents. Most. It could have been all, but he said, not yet. Poor Lafayette. Lafayette? Lafayette's in What? It rhymed. Fair enough. Joe brought back the fact that Washington, since when... Let's skip that part. Oh, Washington's <laughs> weird arm movement. <laughs> <in the play. laughs> 
Kyle loved the reprise of Jefferson's Coming Home and Aaron Burser. And can you believe there was a ref reference? Because I had no clue. Kyle ranked this song number Hopefully seven. I to bump the audio on that. And, and has solidified his top ten. It's over. It's closed until the re-rank. And can you believe it? Kyle even got emotional. <laughs> oh, shocking. I'm not a robot. No he matter what the folks say. Unlike Will Smith. Um, <laughs> he titled his historical nugget, I'm st- Stepping Down, and spoke about the first time George tried to step down, but was stopped since he was tired of the drama. We learned Hamilton resigned prior to George Washington. Maybe he was in many rooms where it happened. Of course, of course, Hammy wrote a long letter of his own first. Um, And George Washington was the founding father of the two term as well. Until Teddy Roosevelt desi- decided to die during his term in Franklin. office. FDR. FDR. Franklin. <laughs> I'll pick a name. It's two, it's two <laughs> different Let's people. Pick that. a name. Two different guys. Uh, no no <laughs> like spell a, checking. I believe they were no, century apart. <laughs> no fact checking either. This is just how I do it. Big Smith. Bull Moose Party. Bull Moose Party. That's why you are producer number two. Big Sneezy ranked and three. This song number four because she loves CJ and found a bonus learning about this song, including Barack Obama and Washington's similarity. Good men. She titled her historical number Nugget. Martha Don't Play That. Showing that maybe Jefferson was helpful for once, besides <laughs> mac and cheese, tomatoes, and ketchup, until Jefferson became his usual smug self. Poor David having to play that <laughs> smug jerk. But good thing he paid for it for the rest mm-hmm. of his life. Mm-hmm. Martha was pissed he dissed <laughs> her man, including hating that he. And his cover your ears, kids, <laughs> bitch assness showed up to G Dub's funeral. <laughs> Joe ranked this song number 22, reminding us it was ranked in July and will definitely go up. He titled his historical number, Correcting an Error, teaching about how G Dub freed his slaves. And put himself down in the process. Now, only if he did that sooner. Well, he didn't free them all. Jefferson just never. So. Hey, hey, hey. Just hey. saying. He waited until his wife's death That's to free the slaves. Clerical. Due to, okay. due to okay. red tape. Due to red tape. Due to Thank red you. tape. See, I wrote that. <laughs> See? Thank you. And that's where I said we even learned about the word donor slaves. And a brief statement Maybe power. about. Wow, you like said donor. I, I did. I'm saying it could be Dower. I just thought about it. It's D O W E R. It was spelled D O W E R. E R. Yeah. Is it Dower? That sounds, that sounds like Dower. That sounds right yeah. because Dowry. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I it just clicked in my head. I was like, why did I just make it donor? We when thought he you said, said it, donor. I, no, like I did. But when he said it back, oh. I was like, oh. that sounds wrong. <laughs> I started looking at the word in my head. I was like, that doesn't sound bad. <laughs> It's a dowry. Oh. Yeah, dowry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Gotcha. This is why you free. No, no, no. Stay in school, kids. Excellent. <laughs> it was a history lesson 
where we learn that he cared for his slaves even after his death. Somehow, Beth and Kyle chose the same line. There were none better except for the line where he talked about fig trees. But <laughs> I didn't get a say. Um, uh, line emphasized George Washington going home gracefully, unlike someone who shall not be named. Um, George was the counter to Hamilton's worries and done so gracefully again, unlike someone who shall not be named. Voldemort. Joe reminded us <laughs> exactly. Joe reminded us of Hamilton's attempt at being conniving. Um, Beth's line was Joe was part of just Beth's verse was part of Joe's favorite line, and Cobb reminded us to rewatch Hamilton. Everyone had the same favorite character, <laughs> Burr. And what? oh, sorry, wrong song, Washington. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's right episode, I tell you. Washington. Yeah. Error. Mm. All mm. right. All right. So I looked up the word dower is a widow's share for her life of her husband's estate. Makes that sense. Makes percent more. I should have looked it up. I kept reading it. I should have <clears> looked up the word and how to actually say it. <laughs> oh, I've said but so many words. I don't know I what they did, mean on this, never on, this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on this show. I'm just All going right. with their name is Curtis. Alrighty. Could not be that. I don't know. But we've got something to play right now. Are you sincere? I live my life a quarter mile at a time. We are the Tam haters of the brunch. Bad times. Looks like you're running out of time. All right. This is the running out of time game where we rank songs from longest to shortest. Currently, Joe holds the lead at 13-10 with eight ties. Mm. This is song number 32, One Last Time, which is four minutes mm. and 56 seconds. Okay. 4.56? Yeah. 4.56. I guess we can send ours in, and then when we're done, you can make um, your guess, Beth. Yeah, um, I'm in. My number's oh, in. fuck. I wasn't really thinking. Uh, <laughs> came in with the number... And I stuck with it. Okay. Mm. Okay. I'm concerned now. Beth, what's your mine. guess? All right, you can say yours now, Beth. I don't have a guess. I don't know. <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> All right. Thirteen. One through forty-six. Thirteen. Okay. Oh, now I feel bad. Ooh, Thirteen. <laughs> All right. We have two thirteens. <laughs> And one number four. Ooh. Okay. For the seventh rank song. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so I was 13, Joe was four, he wins two in a row. I had a quick bath in my head, I just have an immediate reaction. I was like, what do you think? I was like, Two in a row. He's said so many times he needed to make a well, not a comeback, but he needs to solidify that lead. Cooking with gas now. Getting back, and it's happening. It's happening. Unfortunately for me, I need to regroup. All right, we've got one company member here, but hopefully we have some more. Got two here, technically. All right. We believe weird comments. Comments. Go on social media and read the comments. 
the company. Yumio has been promoted. He's been uh, promoted. He's got a new. Uh, yeah, he still leaves comments, title. So he does. Um, he does. Company but producer. The first comment from the company is actually audio comment, and that gives me enough time to look up the ones that uh, I didn't get a chance to. So here oh. is Beth. Do you want to intro this? Yes, this happens to be uh, my daughter Elena, who has her thoughts and comments on the song. Little Smeezy. All right. Little oh, I like this song because it has a kind of a slow tempo and George Watt and Christopher Jackson's and with the good lyrics. And it gave me goosebumps. Not going to lie. Duck bumps. I don't like to say goose. They're mean to me. And uh, I like that it had a hint of poetry and some facts in it that he didn't want to serve after eight years, which actually marked the eight-year limit of presidents. And I think it has a very slow, but slow tempo in some parts and fast tempo in other parts. And I think it's just a really good song. So that's all for me. Good luck on your pod. Bye. Oh, thank you for the good luck. <laughs> thank um, you. I, I think she said thank everything that I said, right? All right. Um... Sure. <laughs> so much more eloquently. Except with the thing about the goose. I don't know if you said well, I don't that like too. geese either, Kyle, yeah. if you know from a new low. I don't like geese as mm. well. So, Will Smeezy. Well, yeah. I don't think anyone does. They're, 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 they're terrible. They're aggressive. Terrible, terrible creatures. They're aggressive. Awful. They, they poop everywhere. Oh. They, they, I didn't want to say it. They poop everywhere. Jesus. <laughs> Just like birds from the sky. But they're not on the sky. On the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Go in the air. It's it's not on someone's head. It's so much different. Well, PCG PCG from the Discord (laughs) (laughs) said uh, Chris Jackson was his favorite performer. So good. It is at number nine for him. Uh, he may rank it a little high. What? No, he said, I may have ranked this one a little high, but Christopher Jackson is my favorite performer in the show, and he sells it so beautifully. I hate to see him bow out every time. We also have another comment from the company from Yumio on Instagram. One last time, mm. Chris Jackson is going home, so George Washington's going home to his plantation with I'll Leave the Rest Out and Marsha Washington. It's Martha? Um, last week, he was on our <laughs> <laughs> this week he's going home. Guess the man can't make up his mind. But well, he he didn't say he was on the side. But this one is still but the song was called Washington's on your side. Uh, this one is still one higher than last song. That higher last week's song. higher I that did. than last song. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold your head up high, Mr. President, because la- later you will hang it low. Hang it low. Foreshadowing. <laughs> so I think last week was 19, so this 18? Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, always gotta do math with these yeah, comments. There's always a riddle. Come on. Always a riddle. It's for the riddle. All the right. Riddler. If you want to leave your comments from the company, you can go to our Twitter and Instagram uh, at Who Does a Pod. Or you could join our Discord as I fight with my roommate for airtime. Uh, you could join our Discord by going to our pin tweet on Twitter. Uh, that's our pin tweet on Twitter at Who Does a Pod. Kyle, take it away. Yes, we will have a post on both of those saying what song we're covering next. Leave your comment there or for any past song that you listen to. We are part of Anulo Network. Go to Anulo.co to see all the other shows that us and other fine folks are on. Plenty to listen to there. 
Also links to the Discord, links to our shop, because we got merch. We got merch. Do we have a link? I don't know. New merch coming Hopefully. soon. New merch probably coming Whenever soon. Whenever we get Scott off his ass. Uh, WDAP.anulo.co if you want to go right there. We've got company member shirts. Smeezy's got I one. Got two. She I got loves two. it. She's got two. She loves it. Yumio has some. Uh, I have a lot. <laughs> what do we say next, Joe? What else you got? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Joe Dorville. You can find my hip hop album TV by Headphone Joe. No O, no E. And to not be outdone, mm. I got something for the ladies. It is Women's History Month, folks. So I will be highlighting a woman in the theater, in theatrical history. Uh, this week, Lillian Tremble Bradley was an American theatrical director and playwright considered the first female director on Broadway. Her career took off once she met producer George Bra- Broadhurst. It's very odd. Uh, prior to that, prior to that, managers refused to believe that a woman could master the infinite technical details that which goes with the production of even the simplest plays. In 1918, Broadhurst wanted to produce Bradley's play, The Woman on the Index, and Bradley agreed under the condition that she would assist with the direction. Later that same year, Broadhurst, Broadhurst, Broadhurst appointed Bradley as the general stage director of Broadhurst Theater. It was the appointment, it was this appointment which made Lillian Bradley the title. Wait, which earned Lillian Bradley the title of first American f- woman director on Broadway? Yeah, go Lillian. Nice. All right. Women History Month. Happy Women Month. Carrying carrying over Black History Month into Women's History Month. Joe, thank you for doing those. Women are awesome. Remember that. Treat your ladies nicely. Absolutely. Thomas. Talking to you, Thomas. Thank you. Yes. Especially especially (laughs) Smo's children. Speaking of Smo, thank you once again for guesting. You're welcome. Anything you want to give a shout out to? Lovely to be here. You can find me guesting on you guys' pods. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, check out um, our new little Twitch stream. She did the X Gen X Gen X Yes. Yep. It's in our videos somewhere on Twitch. Yes. Uh, fun Good times. Discussing the eighties. Hanging out. Yeah, with our ex producer El Greg. Shout out to El Greg. Yes, El Greg. The leader of the X-Gen retirement planners. So you guys making a bunker? Is that what the plan is? Kyle, take us away. <laughs> yes. Did I freeze? Did Kyle freeze? A bunker? <laughs> what just happened here? You, 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 were, you, were, you were cutting out there. Let's end this thing. All right. It's been a great song. <laughs> Great episode. My name is Kyle, and I've been here with his right hand man. And to left.
You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science slash comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, a.k.a. Leah, or vice versa, Crevit. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again and goodbye.